0: h h
1: Welcome to First Thoughts, our podcast mini series where we cover current events and films. I'm Connor Azagary.
0: I'm Caleb LeJay.
1: And today's fair is arguably the most ridiculous movie of the year, bar none, Fast X or Fast 10, as Vin apparently wants us to say. Um, holy shit. Uh, the bar has been set repeatedly for this franchise for just over-the-top, ridiculous, sci-fi-level nonsense at this point. But this one takes the goddamn cake. I mean, I didn't... How many... I didn't know that, apparently, like, Latin dudes are, aren't are flammable. That's new.
0: Can lift a car with one hand.
1: Can lift a car with one hand. The second time... Vin Diesel has done that in this franchise. Remember in, I think it was 9, where he, like, fucking catches a car? Yeah. Well, this is what we're working with now. The uh, Basically, all logic and realism has just, you know, f- gone out the fucking window. And now we're just playing in this insane sandbox. It feels more like a kid with Hot Wheels cars making shit up as he goes along.
0: I- <sighs> You know, look, I I championed big time when like Fast Five came out and they just embraced this. Like, let's just be ridiculous and over the top. Cool. I was down for it. The like that initial like trilogy of Five, Six, and Seven, I really enjoyed as ridiculous and over the top as I got. But around the time, you know, Paul Walker passed away and this franchise kept going, and obviously the beef with Vin Diesel and The Rock and all this shit going on. And it, it's just felt, especially with these last two, because I'm kind of a defender of the eighth film, even though, yes, I know someone with The Rock pushes a fucking missile away, redirects a missile. But fuck it. Like, why not at that point? I don't know what it is about this one and the last one. I just couldn't, like, get into it. Like, I'm at a point where I'm like, how you can go to a point where it's just, it's too much. Like, they cross the line, I'm just like, okay, Jesus fucking Christ, guys. Mindy so you cannot lift a car with one hand can characters just stay fucking dead like what are we doing with this repeating plot like ugh I, I have a lot of grievances at this point with this
1: series so before we go too far I do just want to throw out the blanket statement you know obviously massive spoilers to be expected here but you know you clicked on it you had to have expected us to talk about plot points so I'm not going to feel that bad if we ruin the movie for you uh I have pinpointed the problem, and I never would have thought this, but the best movies in this franchise are the ones where the rock is front and center. Five, six, seven, and eight. And Hobbs and Shaw. Don't forget that. Those those are the good ones. Because he knows what this is. Dwayne Johnson, despite his faults, despite his obsession with Black Adam, that pretty much like broke him a little last year. Um when it comes to Luke Hobbs, that some bitch, he is playing a cartoon character. Vin Diesel is playing a real person. Vin Diesel thinks this is like a serious movie. Dwayne is not. He he's he's joking around. He knows this is ridiculous. He rips it in, in part what, seven, eight? Yeah, eight. He rips a table out of the wall and starts fucking, like, doing, you know, uh, what are they called? Uh, Bicep curls. Curl-ups. Curl-ups, yeah. While staring down Jason Statham and saying he's going to beat his ass like a Cherokee drum. He's in his own movie. (laughs) Yeah. It just happens to be inside of Vin Diesel's much worse movie.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, like, the big... I remember I think we made that comment on F9. I was like, Vin Diesel takes this franchise way too fucking seriously. Um, and thinks he's, like, this great actor and blah, blah, blah. And, again, dude, save that shit for Riddick, where I actually kind of give a shit about what you're bringing to the to the, to the table there. I don't give a shit in a fast fucking Furious movie. Um, you know, look, in the racing era, as some people will call it, like, the first four films, it worked when... it. You know, Vin Diesel's serious take on it worked in that era of it because it wasn't trying to be this bombastic thing. It was literally a film about street racing. It was, it was a point break ripoff that was successful. And I, I'll defend the first one. It's a, it's a fun movie. Flaws and all. Like I have a good time with the first one. And it worked with him and Paul Walker, kind of being these two lead characters. They worked very well off each other. And then, yes, when you get into the big insane action era of just stunts and then bring um, the Rock into the mix, you understood what this franchise was, to the point that he wanted to be as big as he was to represent the over-the-topness that this was. Yes, save flaws and all, but we'll get into, like, the whole thing with Black Adam and a certain mid-credit tease in this the goddamn new installment. Um, we'll get into that, don't worry, but... When he got on board, he under that's how much he understood what this fucking was was you don't take this seriously. This is just a chance for the audience to go in, turn their brains off, and have a good fucking time. All right, yeah. just enjoy the action. If you can't, and you're that type of person that just can't have some fun, and well, you know, go watch your fucking Oscar drama and then come back to me. Um, no offense, awesome.
1: Um I know he's not a fast and furious fan, that's why I said that. <laughs> I don't blame him, though. I mean, and if, if you're seeking out original film, original cinema, these movies are the fucking it. play. They're the play. Yeah,
0: this, is, this is not <laughs> it. And look, I if you don't, everyone's entitled to what they like, right? Their entire, I'm just saying like, this is what these films represent. Yeah. And The Rock represented that in his tenure in the franchise before a certain beef that is now magically resolved happened to the point that, yeah, I remember seeing F9 with the, Yeah, box office dictates people. Seeing F9 with you and being like, immediately thinking like they were taking this too serious. Like, clearly, Vin Diesel thinks this franchise much more than what it actually is. There's no rock to be fun. They made John Cena super fucking serious, which I'm not even saying John Cena is like a bad actor as we've seen in Peacemaker, but he has comedic strength out the ass. Like, the guy is great when you give him like comedy material to work with.
1: True, but I think they took it too far. With with fast with fast acts fast fasten whatever you want to call it, it's almost like Jacob Toretto is a completely different character. Like in part nine, he's this like almost sadistic force who wants to destroy everything. He's a terrorist, and now all of a sudden he's the fun uncle. It's like oh where did yeah, this come from?
0: You know was funny. Everyone made comments. They're like it was always funny. Like the backhand compliment to his role in this new one was hey, we really like John Cena and his segment with the kid, which I did too. His segments were one of the better segments I enjoyed. Um, And we get into the weird structure of this film later. Or in a minute, (laughs) really. But at the same time, yes, it was like the backhanded side of that compliment was, this is not the same character that was in F9. This is a completely different fucking character. Like, what the hell?
1: Yeah, so, you know, I like Peacemaker too. But do I want to see him every time John Cena is in a movie? No, not really. That's kind of, I think that's what happened. I think somebody up behind the scenes was like, just do Peacemaker. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, you know, clearly he's in this for the check. Most of the people in this movie are in this for the check. And he's like, all right, sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it makes my job easy for season two, getting ready to film. <laughs> 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 uh yeah and then like look before we really the speaking of these of these characters, for we really because i'm gonna give us we kind of have the same i think opinion which is is this very entertaining yes to an extent was it satisfying fuck no um before we kind of dig into all that stuff one positive i do really want to kind of touch on i think you might agree with me on this i think you did agree with me the one pause i want to bring up in this whole entire film the per- one human being in this cast who saves his film from being a snooze fest. Jason motherfucking Momoa. I don't know what the hell they told him to bring to this character, but I've never seen a Fast and Furious one with a villain I remembered quite like him. That was so just, oozed charisma, oozed charm, used like, I was legitimately like, when he wasn't on screen, I was like, yeah, just bring back Momoa. He's like the best thing you got going on in this fucking movie. Bring him back, please.
1: I think it's crazy that it took 10 movies to get a decent villain out of this franchise. I mean, yeah. even Jason Statham in 7, you know, and I'm talking villain who is, like, who doesn't become family. Like, a real sadistic bad guy. And now we have one, and he's a nut. He's basically doing Joker you know, as a cyber terrorist. Yeah, but it, it, it oddly works.
0: Like, but commits so hard to this that I was completely entranced anytime he was on screen, like, He's little like, and I love, I, look, I loved, especially because it's 2023, all the kind of shit going on in certain states, um, that he purposely paid him as not really that macho, as a very flamboyant, um, and his first antagonist type dude, which you look at Momoa, that is not something you think the man's a, built like a, a, a Samoan, because he is, <laughs> um, and you know, so you don't think that, but he commits the part. I remember you could, I could feel the air in the theater sometimes or some of his scenes when he was like making jokes about, you know, sexual things he wanted to. Vin Diesel's character to make Dom uncomfortable, and you could kind of feel the air through people going like, "Oh, whoa!" Like I'm thinking, like, "Yeah, keep it up." Makes people uncomfortable. Let's have fun with this. There we go. Fun with the villain role. Let's go. Give it up. Like I was, I was having such a great time with what he was bringing to the table.
1: Yeah. I was too, uh, for the most part. I did think there were times where he was trying a little too hard, where it was like no one else is trying, so he's gotta like try twice as hard to keep this interesting.
0: I mean, yeah, when you got your co-star Vin Diesel staying there stoically, not giving you anything, yeah. You gotta be the one to be like, I'm gonna show you how to act here, buddy.
1: <laughs> did you count did you count that there are not one but two Aquaman in this movie? No. Yeah. We got Momoa, obviously. And then we got Alan Richin uh Reacher. Uh, you know, the the CIA like super beefy uh, guy who's like, I'm a bad guy, no, I'm a good guy, no, I'm a worse guy. Yeah. Who, yeah. He played Aquaman on some on uh, Smallville.
0: I didn't know that. I know he was on Titans, uh for like the first two or three seasons of that show. Oh, cool. uh,
1: I didn't realize oh. how goddamn huge that dude is. I mean he's, he's a, God, I thought he was a wrestler. I was like, I know that face, but he's not very good at this, but I know that face. <laughs> it's like TV. That's where I saw him. Yeah. He, he's a big dude. Um, I did like one scene I will say
0: that really cracked me over was when he was talking to the dead bodies and he was like painting their nails and having like a full-on conversation with them. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. Why did it take like 10 movies to give us like a villain like this in this series? <laughs>
1: Well, let's run through some of that. All right, so this is our counting Hobbs and Shaw, which apparently we're the only two people on Earth who do. Um, yeah, I
0: think we're the only two people that actually consider one of the better installments in this franchise. If I'm being honest,
1: yeah. My car doesn't take diesel. Just you know, it doesn't. <laughs> um, uh, I forgot where I was going with this. Oh yeah, okay. So eleven films. Which is insane to me. This is a 20 year franchise with 11 movies. What in the fuck happened? Uh, Where did you have you been with this since the beginning? Like, did you have you just been on board yeah. with it since 01? I, yeah, pretty much. Uh, I had seen the first one on TV and it
0: was after I'd seen Pitch Black and was like, oh my God, this movie's really cool. And I saw, you know, Triple X was like, okay, Vin Diesel was cool. That's when I thought Vin Diesel was cool because of things to Pitch Black and Triple X. Um, which I will stand by those two, more so pitch black than triple X. Um, so the first one was at the time playing on TV a lot. Usually I think it was when Tokyo Trip was out. They were playing like the first two constantly. So I watched the first two on TV and I liked it. You know, they were they were entertaining enough movies. I recognized that they were, you know, this was a very blatant point, break up rip off. But hey, you know, it's it's like I've always said there's no original ideals of Hollywood anymore. So if you're going to do it, put your voice to it, make it entertaining. I thought that's what that, the, the first one did. Like, yes, I understand what it was, but it was entertaining. Um, I thought, and, and I do tell people, like, it's fine because I, I, it's fine when I try to tell people, because if you haven't seen it, you won't get it. But like, I'm like, watch the first one because it's drastically different how Vin Diesel actually acts. Like, legitimately acts in the first movie. If you've seen clips and gives a performance and has charisma and stuff compared to how he fucking sleepwalks through these movies now. Um, <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, like, if you're given 110% as an actor and your movie grosses, let's say, $50 million, it's like, okay, decent hit. But then you don't try that hard and you gross, like, five, six 600000000 million, you're going to realize, oh, so clearly I don't have to try that hard to make these what's, successful.
0: What's crazy is he in his head thinks he's such a great actor. If you listen to interviews, he is like, I'm, I am giving my best performance. I'm like, no, motherfucker, watch that first movie. That I remember watching, being like, "Hey, yeah, Vin Diesel, not a bad, you know, not a great actor, but he can give a charismatic performance." And then all of a sudden, here we are on ten. Where I'm like, "You're literally the most boring fucking aspect of this movie, and you're the main star, motherfucker." Um. So, yeah, I, I, I was kind of, i remember with this since the beginning. I do. It did take me a while to see Fast Five because I remember when I saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh, I guess we're not racing anymore." So I didn't bother with it. I'm like, I "Guess we're not ra- racing." And everyone around me is like, "No, dude, you gotta check it out. Fast Five is really cool," and I watched it with um, got an old high school like girlfriend like way back then, man, and they her really liking it, and was like, "Okay, well, shit, this is actually really cool," and I honestly, since it's gone to the stunt era, since the heavy action phase, I think I've I've seen them all in theaters since then.
1: Yeah, I have. uh I have not been there since the beginning. I. I didn't care. Fast The Fast and The Furious. Too fast, Too Furious, The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, and Fast and Furious all came and went without me giving a shit. And then I was bored one day. And I, you know, figured when I'm bored, I go to the movies. And the only thing of you know that was playing was Fast Five. And I thought, I like Dwayne Johnson, let's give this a shot. And so I had no frame of reference. Like I knew I knew that Vin Diesel and Paul Walker were in it, that's all I knew. Like, I didn't know the details of the franchise at all. And it got me on board pretty quickly. Fast Five was was good. It was, you know, Crime Lord in Rio, on the run from the feds, some bitch. Like, it all just, it clicked. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. And then from there, you know, I saw Fast and Furious 6. I saw Furious 7, Fate of the Furious. I saw F9 with you, Hobbs and Shaw, and Fast 10, I have still not I, I I saw the Fast and the Furious a long time ago and thought this isn't that good. And I never watched two and three and then I watched four and I also thought this isn't that good. <laughs> so I still haven't completed this franchise. I was going to do a big rewatch before I saw 10 and then I just didn't want to. Like I was prepping it and I'm like, who is this for? <laughs> like, what am I? Do I really want to stay in this world for 10 movies all at once? And the answer was no.
0: We clearly don't care about family as much as you thought.
1: Apparently not. (laughs) I don't live my life a quarter mile at a time.
0: (laughs) We all can't do that. Not like Vin Diesel, apparently.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One aspect I do think is very weird about this: the later films in the franchise. So 2013 or 2015, Paul Walker died.
0: Yeah, it was like 2014, 20. I was still on, yeah, 2014, 2015. I was still in college when it happened.
1: It had to have been 14 because seven came out in, fi- in 15, and yeah. they had to, yeah, okay, so for, around that time, he he's dead. Brian O'Connor, his character, is not. Yeah. He is still alive, just sitting out these life changing events from the past it, four movies, just not giving a shit, apparently. And all the bad it, guys don't want to bother him <laughs>
0: it, it has bugged me since then that every single film every single fucking installment since then is brian and mia safe yeah they're hiding away they're fine i'm like because they didn't have the balls to just kill the character off
1: which is so um, weird it's not like he's ever coming back like why just keep him alive well, and then why then, then, I start this movie with dante saying yeah i killed brian and mia
0: right because that's the i think why do they keep putting like um Mia into these movies for one obligatory scene and then she disappears for the rest of the movie. I'm like, ferdinand Brewster is
1: better than this. Like, can you give her more than just a scene? All the people who are in danger in this movie, I don't fucking care about. Like Elena's sister and like the other oh like you mean the guy mean, in Rio who blows up? Re- I don't even remember who he was. You mean
0: that repeating plot point? Because that's what this film does is repeat repeats plot points of a hidden fucking family member that oh god, okay. That bullshit with the, how'd you know I could, she smiled with her eyes or with her heart like you do. I'm like, or maybe she talks about her fucking sister, like a regular person, Dom. And you went, oh, okay.
1: Maybe God, you, I, I, I saw, you know, she, I saw a photograph once. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's God. Can you imagine if I did that to like my girlfriend's sister one day? How'd you know? I said some weird shit like that. She'd be like, who the fuck are you? Like, no, your sister, my girlfriend, told you told me about you. And she showed me a picture. That,
1: that's how I know. Well, real life is rarely as dramatic as it is in this franchise, you know? I mean, I don't know how many explosions Vin Diesel can just, like, get engulfed by and walk away from before something finally takes this guy down.
0: Or he can use a, like, he uses his car to cause a cover from they save people from an explosion
1: oh my god that was the dumbest shit
0: <laughs> i saw that and i was like okay we clearly don't care how explosions work in the fast and furious World. like to give her like a brief like for anyone who see who sees like my re- i do very short sweet to the point loader box reviews and i felt like this was the most succinct and on the one i ever made with this this particular installment was entertaining but not satisfying the franchise that has peaked a long time ago, I'm looking at you, part seven, um, is quite literally eating itself with repeating plot points, uh, characters that won't stay dead. So, get, yeah, I don't feel any use amount of like, oh my God, when characters act, I'm like, they're clearly going to come back somehow. And then beefs magically getting settled thanks to, uh, you know, desperation in a box office. I keep, much
1: pict- movie. I keep picturing the end of like the end of Avengers Endgame, where like Thanos is sitting on the on the bench and he's like, you know, you couldn't live with your failure. Where did that bring you back to me? And that's Vin talking to Dwayne after Black Adam tanks and Dwayne needs a win. <laughs> he's like, Vin's like, fine. Oh, I'm calling the shots. Like I I feel like that conversation happened and Dwayne begrudgingly accepted.
0: But even Vin. Diesel sound desperate when he tried pulling that, yeah. Universe were supposedly asked me to do a trilogy. And I'm like, okay, who's more desperate? Let's play that game, Vin or Dwayne. Who Who the fuck is more desperate
1: right now? Vin announced today he's working on several spin off m- movies, including a female led one. So, like, he is far ah. from done. You're never getting rid of four.
0: No, we're not. And I fucking hate my life.
1: Oh, um. I one thing that really really bothered uh, bothered me, the explosion at the Vatican, the bomb. You hear the, on the news somebody says like, "Thankfully, there were no casualties." Like, the dude nuked like a big chunk of the Vatican. You can't like, there are always people in St. Peter's Square. There's no way nobody died from that. <laughs> but Dom saved the day. Uh, like. Why don't they just let Dante kill people? Like he's clearly the bad guy. He's clearly a sadist. Just let him tear through some of these characters. Well, Give us real thing. stakes.
0: Okay, and then that's the thing. Let's let's talk about that, right? So the reason I keep saying don't no because we don't care about spoilers here. Apparently, since she's no longer Wonder Woman anymore, Gal Gadot fucking pops back up alive, magically. With a sub, which is impressive. The sub, I think from part 8, actually. Um, the sub? <laughs> that's what I figured. I was like, there's no way that's not the sub from part 8. Um, but she's magically alive. Because also, once again, no longer one woman. She needs something again. Um, so when you have that happen in a franchise that's already proven to not want to kill off, looking at you from um, Tokyo Drift, Han, looking at you. And really shitty explanations for why they survive. Again, looking at you, Han. how am I supposed to feel when you try to make it seem like John Cena died in that fiery explosion of sacrifice, or they end it where the you know he the he shoots the plane of his of his buddies and the plane explodes? Fuck you! I know they're going to survive. I know they want to magically come back in eleven.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's 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 insane. Uh <laughs> Yeah, actually, when, when Gal Gadot emerged from the submarine with no visible scars, despite the fact that she was, you know, pretty much, like, dragged down a goddamn runway. Well, oh, they'll find a way to explain it, Shirley, but go on. Uh, the first thing that popped in my head was, I guess we're seeing John Cena in the next one. Yep. <laughs> like There was no, I didn't feel bad for it. There was no sympathy points. Like, somehow he, like, ejected at the last minute. Or they're gonna have like you know some CIA robot dog with John Cena's brain in it or some shit because yeah. now you can do whatever you want. Yeah, CIA funny. equals cool, impossible to explain sci-fi tech to these people.
0: Yeah, I've also even remember Luke Evans, the villain for fucking six or whatever. Like he had what looked to be a definite death and popped the fuck back up. Alive and well, and I'm like Jesus, Christ.
1: which is weird. It didn't really motivate Deckard Shaw that much in Seven to like really go after Dom's family. He's like, "Oh my God, you kind of hurt my brother. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill all of you." And then it's like, "Oh no, he didn't really kill Hans, and now he gets to be a real good guy."
0: Like, yeah, ugh. God, power of family in this film is fucking strong. So I guess
1: oh. Vince is it, right? He's the only f- member of the family who's stayed dead. Yeah, yeah, this is the only one that actually died. Explosions, nothing. Car accidents, nothing. A couple bullets to the chest, fatal. <laughs> that's the only. That's the weakness. Family cannot stand up to a couple of well placed bullets.
0: <laughs> well, no, because Letty got shot and survived.
1: Uh, yeah, but there was also a car accident involved, so she lived. <laughs> oh, she got she got her power from a. The yeah. car accident. You see, when you when you mate with a man like Vin Diesel, the diesel power is transferred somewhat to you and makes you invulnerable to car crashes. Those are the rules. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I've explained this to myself. You mate with diesel, you're disgusting. They almost they almost boned in this one, and I was like, I don't want to see that. No, like, I don't know that. She's gonna have that just sweaty, bald, tank-topped thing on top of her.
0: Rumble grunting his way to the finish <sighs> line.
1: You think he yells, "I am Groot" when he climaxes? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna to try to think. We're not talking like, about Dom Toretto anymore. We're talking about Vin Diesel. Yeah, and
0: he—if he, she ever asks him to bring up Brady, he's like, "We don't talk about that."
1: immediate like immediate <laughs> like just you know flaccid <laughs> but Bo- radix a boner killer to him because all that means is work yeah
0: right I think that's why he doesn't like doing it he's, he has to actually still act he has to try yeah. for that his one. work
1: this is a you know a 20 year fucking you know vacation he's been on where he's been making crazy amounts of money and not having to do much in front of the camera why is he going to give that up
0: exactly you know he's going to do spinoffs and i i don't think we're going to get a trilogy i I think he was trying to like trump shit up and if we do it's gonna be the worst fucking ending because you didn't plan for it and i'm, I'm gonna say right now before we talk about this mid-credit scene bullshit i hated the ending i hated how this film ended. they clearly don't know how to do a part one
1: and a part two well now apparently they're going to take a late stage hobbit franchise Page and this is a part one, part two, sudden part three that no one was preparing for.
0: Yeah, as in, this is gonna be the uh, they just they're, they're gonna shit the bed on this ending in a non good way. There's even a good way to shit the bed. Um, but uh, no, I just look guys, you want a gold standard for how to do your part one and your part twos and fanny one fucking end game. Give me a full, complete fucking story and then end it. Don't end it in the middle of a a fucking scene. Even pirates like two and three, when they were like, Oh shit, we want to do a trilogy, so they kind of film back to back. They found a logical point in Pirates of Caribbean two to end it and yes. say, Okay, the story for two is done, things are s-
1: set up for three, and well great way to with it. this one also, it's two and a half hours long, about so do Statham's whole subplot is completely unnecessary. We don't need him. He's not even in the. He's in the movie all of two minutes. The whole film is set up. I as soon as it ended,
0: I literally suddenly went. This whole film was set up for the next one. That's all it was. Everyone's separated. You don't ever, aside from like the beginning, no one in this cast and crew interacts with each other for extended periods of time. It is all separate group plot lines going on at once.
1: There's a completely ridiculous pete davidson cameo that amounts to absolutely nothing uh the whole like tyrese and his money gag like can we just kill him we just kill roman was he some like when he got introduced in in too fast too furious was he like someone to be feared or respected or something
0: no he was literally a friend of uh paul walker's character brian o'connor that they were like enemies for a bit because of something that happened. He betrayed them. So they were against each other and they became
1: besties again. And that's why he stayed on. Was he like a super goofball? Yes. Okay. I, it, this felt, really, It felt like they've been like, I don't know, crunching him into a diamond to the point where he's like just nothing but comic relief. But if I he's know, always so. been comic relief, then all right. Yeah, he's
0: always been comic relief. And, and look, it's Tyree Skips and the guy doesn't have a career outside Fast and Furious. Don't feel bad about that statement at all. Uh-huh. He
1: totally thinks he does, though. He keeps like he keeps trying to make beefs with much bigger actors, and it never yeah. works. He
0: doesn't. He yeah. He doesn't have anything outside of Fast Furious. He tried doing the whole like I say, i Vin Diesel doing the Paul Walker Vin Diesel beef, and it's like okay, dude. Like The Rock's gonna beat your ass. Like how's that sound? Um, and yeah, to me, he's always been hit and miss. Like sometimes I I do laugh at some of his jokes. I do find some of them pretty funny. But then sometimes I'm like, this isn't that funny. Like it's, it's it's not landing. Like the whole thing in F9 when he kept making the jokes about them being invincible. I was like, this is stupid. It's not funny. You're trying to be meta without being meta. Like you're not fully committing to it. And this is dumb. This is not funny. And I didn't really think most of what he the most of the jokes he was saying in this one were. We're funny. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't really laughing.
1: Yeah. Neither was I. It was padding, which we didn't need. It was this a long ass movie, but um, it was all set up. Yeah. I think honestly, the easiest way to fix this is kill some main characters like for good. That's the easiest way to fix this. Suddenly we've got real stakes. We've got a real villain we can be afraid of. And there we go. You know, now there's something to do. But no, every time a car explodes, people just walk out of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they and, and the re- and this is why I kinda look, like, look, for those you've already seen the movie, you are listening to this, I hope. The reason I really fucking despise like the ending to this movie, okay, is because like like we're talking about literally a character that we thought was dead, but because one woman's no more, she's back somehow. After we already had the bullshit Han explanation for right, he's back. You're trying to make me, you literally in the film where like they do. You see, it's in the trailer when the fucking tr- semis plow to each other, and Dom goes down the fucking dam with, I kid you not, in slow mo. By the way, fire engulfing him, his son, and his car, and he is calmly turning Nos on, Or his son's calmly also just sitting there with fire just surrounding him, <laughs> and they just fly on out of it into the fucking water, right? And then they survive, obviously, because it's fucking Fast and Furious. And Dante, you know, Jason Momoa's character goes, oh, you'd think you survived that, or whatever, but I have another surprise for you. And you come to find out he has bombs placed along the fucking dam. Turns the bombs on, the movie literally cuts from that scene, gives you the quick little, like, um, thing with the one Woman lady, and then goes to black and credits roll. That's the end of the fucking movie. That's why I say it's a shitty inning. It's not a, here's a complete story. It's, and, halfway point. Okay, wait two years to see what happens. I know he's going to fucking survive. I know he is.
1: Two things. One, my favorite moment of that final scene with Vin and the dam is when he and his son take a brief moment to mourn the car. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They hug, like... Oh, we lost someone. That that's the big death the movie gives us is the goddamn car.
0: After that stupid line, you forgot to take one thing from me.
1: My car.
0: Oh god.
1: What's dumber? That or that's the thing about street fights. The street always wins. <laughs> wins. I don't know. There's there, there's contenders I, for double sliding.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, way too seriously and they're dumb unless it's said by the rock. Go on.
1: You're right. Um <laughs> So these guys started, these characters started as, you know, LA street racers, you know, raised on the streets. They didn't have any formal Krav Maga black belt training or any of that. So at what point did Letty become a fucking martial arts master? I don't know. They all can fight like they've been training their whole lives.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. It's also amazing Michelle Rodriguez's dumbass comment about there's too many Marvel movies as she is at the premiere. For Did she say Fast that? 10. Yes. Oh, God. I think there's too many Marvel movies. Yeah, bitch, you're at the fucking premiere for Fast 10.
1: So yeah. what What right you get in have all to of say? these? Yes. <laughs> god damn are you, are you
0: mad you're not getting a sequel to dungeons and dragons you know i did actually quite enjoy that movie um, we're not
1: getting a sequel
0: i mean we, we might get a sequel they haven't confirmed anything
1: oh, okay well at the it wasn't moment a huge box it. Office.
0: yeah it wasn't a huge box office hit. admittedly this has been kind of a crowd year because it's summer blockbuster season back in full swing
1: ah nothing we either have too much or too little we can never have a nice balance Of releases, give stuff time to breathe, time to gestate, and then move on to the next one. We can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, Fast X is going to get destroyed by The Little Mermaid, (laughs) so and then The Little Mermaid is going to get destroyed by whatever comes out the following week.
0: Yeah, June June is fucking. I'm already like slowly getting tickets in advance for stuff that goes on sale, so I get good seats, and yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: Um, Charlize Theron. I don't know why they keep bringing her back. Like, can we just kill Cipher already?
0: I don't understand her character coming back constantly.
1: And always shifting allegiances, but we know she's only in it for herself. There's no is she gonna be at the goddamn barbecue in, in eleven? Always forgiven, even though she killed the the kid's mother, like right in front of him.
0: Who who fucking knows what that one nowadays? I don't I don't know anymore. Is
1: Elena gonna pop behind a corner and in yeah, the next it, one be like?
0: Is Elena even actually dead? Apparently she has a sister that she's just never told mom
1: about. Is sister going to take like her Mission Impossible style mask off and it's actually Elena?
0: Yeah, that's why she smiles with her heart.
1: I find it funny that Kurt Russell like didn't want to do this one or something.
0: Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Oh, the last couple ones. He hasn't been in it for a minute.
1: Was he not in nine? I I was not in nine very well.
0: I he was in a nine. I, yeah, he was an eight, but he wasn't a nine.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah, we saw nine in the midst of a giant ass heat wave, and I I don't have a lot of memory of the and, stuff we watched yeah. that
0: week. <laughs> neither one of us even really liked nine. So. Yeah, I just I think it's funny. Like the the buildup of Diesel's character, right? Like this, like and Cena says it. Well, your dad, your brother casts. My brother casts a big shadow, and I'm like, does. Is this like a massive like ego stroke for Diesel? Is he like jerking himself off to these lines of dialogue, of like, yeah, I'm such an important character in these movies, yeah.
1: Dom Toretto is a street racer whose sole personality trait is that he drinks Corona. Like that is it. What where's the shadow?
0: Yeah, you're (laughs) not that cool. Jacob
1: like a trained black ops soldier. Like yes that's and you're quite bigger than vin and charismatic so like i don't see the shadow here
0: i don't yeah i don't get it it's literally the most obvious like ego stroking like dialogue that they give to make vin diesel feel good about himself yeah. when i like john cena better and as we saw he was kicking those mercenaries ass in the house
1: when when there was a punch in the kitchen i thought like oh is paul walker going to be fighting them off screen that's what I thought they were gonna do, like he oh, was gonna I mean, throw car keys at Mia from the
0: kitchen or something. Oh no, dude! As soon as like just the trailer, you know, didn't hide anything at all, I was like, Oh, okay, John Cena's like pops up, and sure enough, John Cena popped up. I was like, Oh, there he is. I did, I did get a kick when he like launched that one dude through the floor and then just hopped down. I was like, Okay, that was cool, but again, <laughs> like the John Cena segments, I enjoyed for the most part. Those segments were cool. Anytime Momo was on screen, I was having a good time.
1: Everything else, I was just kind of like, I was just mentally checked out. She's like, uh-huh. Yep. I remember thinking, there are four Oscar-winning actors in this movie. What are you doing here? You're too good for this.
0: Look, why is Helen Maryland and Vin Diesel have, like, the strongest sexual chemistry I've seen? Using off the
1: screen, it's creepy. Why is Shaw's mother constantly giving advice and, like, For you know, tenderness to to Toretto. Like, where's the where's the connection there? Didn't he try to kill both of her kids? Apparently, she wants to fuck his brains out. I I don't know why is Marita Moreno here. Like, are you kidding me?
0: One scene for some reason.
1: Yeah, we need to meet great grandma. I okay, fine. And then yeah, Brie Larson just you know cashing that check as fast as she can. Ugh, cranking it out between marvels
0: yeah i was like okay and basically mr nobody's daughter which again the fucking there was no surprises because this movie went out of its way to spoil every god i don't know if like universal saw this movie and went spoil everything get butts in seat get butts in seat let's go because like they revealed before we came out oh yeah she's playing mr nobody's daughter and i was like man guys keep some fucking secrets before these phones come out how's that sound
1: You know what I discovered recently or rediscovered the greatest teaser trailer ever made. It was for 2015's Ant-Man and it was Paul Rudd and Michael Douglas just hamboning and saying ants. It was about 20 seconds long. We need more of that in terms of trailers. Like I want more of just like this, the trailer for Fast X, the 10th film in a reliably profitable franchise. The trailer could have just been like Vin driving up in a car and be like, you know, Fast 10, your seat belts <laughs> or some shit like that. And then he just drives away.
0: <laughs> yeah, people were so gone. So it was a it was it was a success the weekend it came out. I even saw his budget and was like, holy shit, 340 million dollar budget. What the fuck?
1: Right. And it, damn was-
0: made, it damn near made it back. And we kind of contributed to that. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're at 318 right now, and it's gonna make it. <laughs> it's gonna make it.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize how much it, I'm like, Vin Diesel, that egotistical, he's he cost that much to put in a movie now. It was Fast and Furious.
1: God, I, well, every other, I mean, all right, so we've got you know, we, we got this weird net like part, you know, this weird exception to the rule with the Riddick franchise, but then we got Fast and Furious, and then we got Guardians of the Galaxy. Every other venture he has tried has failed spectacularly. The Triple X movies, no. There was The Last Witch Hunter. There was Babylon AD. There was Bloodshot. Nothing's taken. We don't like Vin unless he's in a goddamn car or a tree.
0: And the true fans like myself like him with no eyes that can see properly. But he hates us. (laughs) He fucking hates us so much.
1: Oh, it's actually kind of funny just going through Vin Diesel's filmography and seeing how many failed franchises he's got under his belt. Dude,
0: so many. He tries so much. Um It okay before I because I know before we run out of time here. Yeah, I want to let's talk about this med credit scene. <laughs> let's let's discuss this bullshit. So quick rundown for those who won't keep in track of this whole real life shit with the Rock and Vin Diesel. Ah, real
1: quick rundown. Nice pun unintended nice rock thank pun you. there
0: thank you um what was what not... was
1: the game plan what was what was the game plan <laughs>
0: continue neither one of them was walking tall anymore um this franchise is doomed without him oh jesus christ okay i'm done <laughs> but uh look so shortly after i'd what around like the seventh film after the Vin uh the rock made a comment about candy is being late I'm paraphrasing heavily what he actually said, but candy asses and being late was in that statement. It was heavily implied he was talking about Vin Diesel holding up, I guess, like the fight scene in like Fast Five and numerous other times they were filming a Fast and Furious one together. And apparently, this beef got so bad actors were taking sides that in the Fate of the Furious they filmed all their scenes separately. So all that shit with them in it together was like in post later post production magic um that's how bad it got after fast furious eight men uh the rock made quite known he will never return the fast furious franchise he was done he is moving on men diesel of course as the years went on especially with the upcoming one kept training like come on dwayne it's family let the beef go come back finish the installment the fans want to see you in the conclusion um i do a, i do a much for like charismatic Vindy's performance, and he does his own fucking movies. Um, You're a little
1: too easy to understand, but other than that, pretty good.
0: Thank you. Uh, <laughs> but, so fast forward, that's the overall beef between those two, right? So as a lot of people may not, if you don't remember, last year, a little movie by the name of Black Adam came out.
1: Little being the operative word here.
0: uh, The Rock passion project for well over a decade, The one that was going to change the hierarchy of the DC cinematic universe. He was pumping this thing out. He was like ready to go. He was going to be the head honcho of DC and it came out and it was a wet fart at the box office.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Way to just belittle like 11 years of work. Way Way to go. I appreciate that. Don't mention it. Look, and by all means, I want
0: this to be known right now. I will not be loyal any of the crew members of that film or any of the other cast members but the fucking Rock. Um, I don't care what Dwayne Thompson does to me. He doesn't even know who I am. Um, He will. He'll find this and hunt me down.
1: <laughs> I'll be <laughs> ready I'll be... to podcast with you next week. We'll go on Zoom. You won't be there, but he will. Yeah, I'll be smelling what the Rock's cooking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know my I know my history with The Rock and his filmography and wrestling. Um but <laughs> the movie barely broke even. I mean barely broke even like Adam. Absolutely did not get a sequel all that good stuff. The Rock did not handle this with Grace, to say the least. He went down a psychotic route of it's 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 of it's, a, it's a, not about the box office, about what the fans think. And apparently, he was lying about numbers to WB. That there's stories about that coming out. He lied to fucking Henry Cavill about getting bringing him back to be Superman when WB was not on board with that. Like a whole lot of shit came out. He kind of lost it there for a second. And I was thinking, I thinking, holy shit, are we seeing the Le- Dwayne Johnson like D Rock implode before our very eyes? Keep that all in mind, okay? Let's fast forward to now. This weekend that just passed us. Fast X comes out. I'm condensing a lot of this down, folks. Trust me. Fast X comes out. We get to the mid-credit scene. And as I'm watching this mid-credit scene in the theater, I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, okay, Kurt Russell's clearly not coming back. Who the fuck's this guy? I'm like, don't be the rock. It's going to be the fucking rock, isn't it?
1: They're not going to do a mid-credit scene for Kurt Russell for Fast and Furious. Yeah, <laughs> no. The only one that makes sense.
0: Yeah, but it I'm like, definitely. it's it's gonna be the fucking and as soon as the phone started playing and Don, you know, Momo's character starts doing his suffering is that he says like a thousand fucking times in this movie. I'm like, it's the fucking rock. And sure enough, he takes the mask off, and there's Dwayne Johnson with the goatee once again, but gray because he's in his fifties. Um <laughs> going, Well, I'm right here, you some bitch, and breaks the phone. This should be an exciting moment. Should be like holy shit. But keep all that history in mind. I can't get excited knowing what I know about like Black Adam and their beef. Because all it reeks of is I need like I need box office success. So I'm going to go begrudgingly make up to Vin and get my ass into this movie so I can get my my audience back after the shit that happened with Black Adam.
1: Unless this was all one giant ass long con to subvert our expectations.
0: I highly doubt it. I don't think either one's that smart, based off what we saw. How Rock reacted to, to Black Adam and just Vin Diesel's—I believe—extremely big-time lack of intelligence. No, I don't believe that. Um, oh, I'll insult these two. It's fine. Great um,
1: I—I gotta say though, I was—I did get very excited as soon as I recognized the hulking biceps. I was like, well, obviously, th- this man cannot hide in a crowd. I know who this is. <laughs> and the whole movie i am i was thinking like yeah dom and everybody you know took your dad's money but you know hobbs put a bullet in his head are we not going to address that (laughs) but yeah we are that's a that's a big deal and then you know it was nice to see like i said the best movies of this franchise were the ones that the rock was in so the fact that we're getting him again tells me like hey you know maybe this next one will actually be pretty good
0: yeah i mean and look The possibility of him, yes, being back, understanding this franchise, I'm excited to see him in part 11 to an extent. It's just because of all the shit that's gone down in real life. It's like, it's hard for me to excited. because I'm like, dude, is your heart actually in this to come back and give us this character that I do generally really enjoy, and be a more entertaining aspect to these movies? Are you just doing this because you need a fucking win right now?
1: Um, Well, the thing is, you know, this is Hollywood. Nobody there is a saint. Nobody there is doing it for us. They're all in it to make a buck. It's just, how is that buck going to be made? So I don't care. We, you know, The Rock not having any scruples, like, really? Are we surprised? I mean, come on. So I'm I'm in. I don't care.
0: You're so, I'm kidding. I mean, look, I'm going to watch 11 in the theater, so I'm a fucking idiot. But I'm just saying, like, I wasn't, I just remember going, oh, okay, cool. Beefs get settled when you need that box office win, huh, Dwayne? Um,
1: I was like, ah, Eleven's going to be good. Hopefully. I'm. Hopefully. Because um, now we've got the guy who flexed off a cast, pushed a missile out of the way, and, yeah, he's kind of, you know, he's a cartoon character. It's like if the Hulk was a cop, <laughs> we've got Luke Hobbs.
0: Honestly, one of my favorite moments. It was a small moment. It was when he shoots the fucking vending machine. And Roman kept trying to get food from the vending machine because he needed a quarter, and he just
1: shoots the shit out of it. Nothing will ever top the "I'm gonna beat your ass like a Cherokee drum." That's one of my favorite movie lines of all time.
0: That was good. Yeah, <laughs> was it when he when he said the "Oh God," the, it was like it, it, you know being like an improv improv line when he says like "Hey, hide all your baby oil." And then The Rock improv that line, and so um, Ludacris's reaction to choking on the beer was like genuine.
1: You better hide that big ass forehead. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. See, he again. It's because he knows what this is. It's a live action cartoon, and Dwayne is playing it as a live action cartoon. So with that, bring it on. You know, I want to see him. Yeah, he's gonna like you know beat the shit out of Dante, and it's gonna be hilarious.
0: That's why I say I think I will be more excited with eleven. You know what I mean? Like. Right now, I'm just kind of like, because of all the stuff that's gone down, I'm just like, I'm not that excited, dude. Like, I well, need we've, had,
1: we've had two weak ones in a row, so that's that's also kind of disparaging.
0: Yeah, and so I think that's why, to me, between that and between kind of shit that's gone down in real life, I'm like, I'm not that excited for this credit scene. Give me two years removed, because I think the next one's, for some weird reason, this finale they're trying to fucking stretch, is not slated to come out until 2025. Two years removed. I see a trailer and it looks like the rock is like bringing this character back regardless of his reasoning for coming back. (laughs) Okay. You got me on board. I'm excited. Let's see him go. Cause I do think you give me what the rock brings to this franchise with Momoa and what he already brought to this franchise. Give me a loving with these two going at it. I could, you know what? Shove Vin kill Vin Diesel's character off kill (laughs) him and his son, kill little Brian off. I don't care.
1: If Eleven opens with like Vin and the kid being smothered by the dam, and everybody in the plane was dead, and everyone who's left takes on Dante, best movie ever.
0: Dude, give me again, give me that fucking Hobbs and Shaw pair up because Vin, uh, Statham and Rock were fucking great together.
1: I want to see going after. I want to see like the final fight is like you know Hobbs versus versus Dante. They're fighting. It's getting a little wrestly. And then who should pop in but John Cena? And he's just, you know, I don't know, like wrestle style. You know, <laughs> you can't see me, motherfucker. Like that would be. I great. would
0: love if when he does it, he he's still spreading to his wrestling persona and like the music, his his walkout music yes, starts playing. Exactly. Dun, 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 dun.
1: Greatest movie <laughs> of all so time. Weird. Like he literally, like him and the rock like tag out. They literally tag out. That would be fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> God. Yeah. yeah. It, it's almost amazing that I'm saying, and this kind of tells me a little bit about like where the franchise is at, that we're like, yeah, kill off the main cast and just <laughs> give us the ones that are entertaining the watch and understand what this fucking franchise is.
1: That's what Hobbs and Shaw was. It was the, the, the funny, cool characters like Statham and The Rock understand that this is ridiculous, and they're having fun with it. So, yeah, bring more of that. We want more of that. Uh, before we take off here, uh, Fast X, Fast 10, whatever you want to say, is currently sitting at a 2.9 out of 5 on Letterboxd. So everyone's pretty It's It's pretty hated. <laughs> Everyone is pretty much like with us, just a lot less amused. So do with that information what you will.
0: <laughs> they're like us, a, a lot less abused though.
1: Yeah, they're actually angry. They are pretty pissed. <laughs> Movie tickets are expensive. You know, you're shelling out twenty bucks for a piece of shit. I, you know, I get it. Uh, so next week is going to see the release of the Little Mermaid and uh, Burt Kreischer's The Machine. The machine. Uh, you gotta say like he does in the special the machine that's going to be one of the most insane movies I, I i'm so excited we're probably going to do something for the machine we're gonna we're not doing anything for the little mermaid because i'm pretty alone on that one uh i get I it my, yeah.
0: uh, my uh my girlfriend joined me for fast 10 so she's like i don't see a little mermaid i'm like you didn't watch fast 10 on me so have fun
1: i feel like that could blow up in your face feel like you're seeing little mermaid
0: i'm not seeing little mermaid
1: all right you let me know how that goes
0: She's already said she's seeing it alone. So unless something happens between now and then she's seeing it
1: alone. Sure. Well, that is the machine. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll probably have something for the machine. Uh, More stuff for you on Monday, Uh, Wednesday, you know, whenever we feel like doing it, Monday's the real day. Wednesday is the kind of bonus day. You get it. So uh, take it easy. Go see Fast X if you haven't seen it already or don't really. I don't care you 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 could probably just look up the highlights or just listen to us. We could pretty much cover the highlights.
0: Watch <laughs> so, all close with Jason Momoa and you'll be fine.
1: Yeah. You could really you could trim this thing down to about ten minutes and get the highlights, right. which is kind of sad. Uh yes. t- take it easy. Keep watching movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>